Wednesday Comics. My name is Marvin. To my right, we got him. Can't see him. His name is John Cena. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. And we just came back. Hydra's elbow himself. Garrett, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> and once again, here I am, Xavier himself, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already introduced yourself. Hi, I'm Marvin. John Cena. Hydra's elbow. Xavier. Xavier. Hey, he showed up. If he's going to show up every week, I'm going to show up every week. So, <laughs> awfully nice of both of you to show up. <laughs> When's the comics podcast? We review this week's comic books. Uh, this week, uh, the comics came out on 9-11-2019. Also, we talk about some other things. And first, foremost, we're going to talk about, speaking of these nicknames, except uh, for Xavier, um, uh, the new Suicide uh, Squad uh, cast list. Came out and just uh, huge, like a lot of people. Let me go ahead and I'll pull that sucker. See, I didn't know that. I was like, well, how, "What's John? C- why am I John Cena?" You can't see him. Get it? Why well, I got that? Is he Invisible Man? He could be Polka Dot Man. Holy shit! Zebra Man? Could be. I tell you what, if he's Zebra Man, I'll be solid. So excited! I don't know who Nathan Fillion's gonna be. Um, uh, where is this at? I just look at James Gunn's uh, Twitter. I'm right here. <laughs> um, Kevin Conroy is the best Batman voice. I was watching yeah. on his trailers. No. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, shut up. Tra- David, <laughs> David uh, Desmachellan, uh, John Cena, Jay Courtney. He's back. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin Castro, Nathan Fillion, Joel Kitterman, which I thought dropped out. But he's back. Man, he's back in. Rick Flag. Uh, Mei Ling Ning. That's a. Uh, is that a? Um, um, I think that's uh, Katana. Yeah, Katana. Uh, for Borg, Sean Gunn. As always, got to cast his brother. Juan Diego uh, Bato, uh, Storm Reed, uh, Pete Davidson, Takiti Wakiti, uh, Alice uh, Bragna, Steve Agee as King Shark. We know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenchi Kechi, uh, Daniela Melkor, Peter Capelli, the uh, doctor himself. Uh, Julio Ruzo, Jennifer Holland, Viola Davis, once again coming back as uh, Amanda Waller. Idris Alba, Margot Robbie, and Michael Rooker. Uh, Michael Rooker, we know obviously from Guardians, RIP, mm-hmm. uh, but he's coming back in this movie. So uh, some of these they have confirmed who they're going to play, some of these they have not. Uh, so at one point they stated that uh, they had some names like these people will be in the movie, James Gunn said like some characters, and they already cast most of those people as it, except for one person, Peacekeeper. Uh, and uh, some people think that's John Cena, okay. Peacekeeper. Which, didn't I just read this? Uh, I mean, uh, am I not going to in the future re-solicit for a book that Peacekeeper was in, and I called it Pacemaker? <laughs> oh, that could be the Jeff, the... Uh, five. Yeah, with Jeff Lemire. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. He'll be in that book. Um, Steve Agee, we know, is going to be the voice of King Shark. Which is kind of weird because Steve Agee is a comedian, and King Shark we know uh, likes to kill people. So but you might joke about it. I just Alba we don't know. We think um, Bronze Tiger. I think my hope was yeah. I was going to be Bronze Tiger. Originally he was going to replace Will Smith as Deadshot, but they said no. Will Smith's like, whoa, you guys don't take that. He's like, hey, I'll be back. Me. I'll be back <laughs> for three. I'm just busy right now. <laughs> and so I just Alba was going to be somebody else who a lot of people think going to be Bronze Tiger, which should be fine. Which would make I me mean, would he's got the body for it, he's got the build for it, I think he'd be fine for it. Could be somebody else though too. Who else? I don't know. Who else uh, is as cool as Bronze Tiger? Capelli, Peter Capelli, they is thinks he's gonna be the villain, the main villain. We don't know who that is yet, mm-hmm. but he's probably gonna be the villain. Uh, Michael Rooker, who knows? 
I could see someone like super gritty. Anyways, James Gunn announced this cast, but he also said, hey, don't get too attached because he really wants to use the Suicide Squad uh, name to its fullest, and they might just appear in the movie for a little bit before they die. So, Unlike the first movie where most of them seem like they're invincible, except for, uh, uh, what's his name? Boomerang? No, no, no. Diablo? No, no, no. What's the guy who died? Where he was climbing up the side of the building, his head got blown off. He, oh. he makes like nooses and shit. Whiplash. No, it was no. SpongeBob. I don't remember his name. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a character that I knew. Uh, some with an S. Well, it's kind of a knot. Search the S. Slipknot. Ah, that's a band, isn't it? Well, that's a guy. No, as a knot. <laughs> so he died. But uh, I, you know, what if the, he came back? No. Well, because okay, so this is a but this is not a reboot. It's a readjusting. No, it's a loose sequel, I would say. So, yes, soft reboot where okay. they're going to kind of ignore the first one. But Smart move. the characters, are still, some of the characters still around, like Jake Orney, obviously. Boomerang. He's pretty good in the first one. I thought he was funny. I, I thought, thought he was great. probably one of the better parts of that movie. So, for him to come back, that's good. Mark Robbie, obviously, they're not going to get rid of her. I hope, I hope they give her a little bit better of a character to play, though. You know hmm. what? Is Margot Robbie. She's Harley Quinn. I know. I mean, I know she's Harley Quinn. I know he who meant she is. More just, to do. I want her to be more than just the sex Well, the sex first appeal. movie, she was attached to Joker. I doubt that guy's coming back. No. Jared Leto. Maybe that's who the bad guy's going to be. He's too busy being uh, Mobius over in... Uh, oh, yeah. He's going to be a Sony vampire. Bruce. So he's gone. Um, speaking of Robbie, uh, her uh, Harley Quinn, the emancipation of Harley Quinn, yada, 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 whatever the hell it's called, Birds of yeah. Prey. Uh, the trailer appeared before It, Chapter 2. I saw, yeah. They said that their new... Uh, thing they're doing is they're going to show in front of movies and not ever put it online. So that movie, that the trailer's out. They did release it online, though, I saw already. I didn't see anything. You didn't? No. It's only 30 seconds. Well, then, is it good? I, it did get me because there's a thing with uh, red balloons all over the screen, and then it says DC Comics, and I was like, what the fuck? I don't know. Who's in DC that's in this It movie? And then it was like, it was the trailer. I was like, ah, you fucking got me. Nice job. Nice <laughs> job. I am looking forward to that movie, so yeah. we'll see how it goes. Um... <laughs> I'm excited for like the birds of prey in there because like I think that uh, they haven't been able to have like the last thing they were in was like a TV show, um, and then they tried them in the Arrowverse and they're kind of successful. So I'm excited to see the full on like Black Canary, Batgirl, uh, uh, Huntress, all that. So I still haven't seen Aquaman. I still haven't seen Shazam. But the post Justice League movies that have come out and even the ones they're talking about coming out i'm actually kind of excited to see they're all pretty good i would say that it's a good time to be excited because i think dc and warner brothers finally were like maybe we just won't connect the movies well or just stop tra- stop trying to compete with marvel just do your own thing right it's gonna get there but you can't compete with another a franchise that's already put out 20 movies by the time you finally put out two decent ones right i think that's why jeff john stepped down just like hey i can't fucking fight the studio they just keep doing stupid, stupid shit yeah um also speaking of dc since we're in that realm speaking of joker who we know the level's not coming back but speaking of queen phoenix fucking uh and uh he won the their movie won the uh golden line over at uh Kane's. so mm-hmm. that's for best movie and so they won best movie. I'm so excited Joker? for that movie. Yeah. yeah. Already? Yeah. Well, it's a it's a film. Uh, let me explain. There's a film festival that always happens. Not a festival. But it's like an award thing. And you bring your movie to Kane, You show it off. And then they vote for what's the best movie. So Warner oh, Brothers see. brought Joker. And it got voted best movie. Nice. So, I'm so pumped. I think it's going to be good. The question for that one is, is like, I feel like it's going to be good, but... Are too many people can get the wrong idea and be like, that fucking Joker, he knows what's up. Like, he's a hero. He's not supposed to be the hero of that movie. 
Like it's supposed to be like I saw there's at least like, the main focus of it. I saw there's a thing called it's called incel where you're a person that's like yeah yeah, yeah you've seen that that it's like uh, playing them in the limelight yeah and like that that's kind of bad but I think who said the I think Entertainment Weekly didn't even give it a rating because of its content because it's voting for like what you said so I think it's gonna it's be supposedly very disturbing and violent yeah so. Which, I mean, to make sense. But this character is so. Have you seen the last crazy. trailer, Alex? Newest trailer? Yes. I, th- I saw it was a number three, that number three trailer. Yeah. Going on that just came out like we can have where he asked the guy, Where he asked the dude, hey, can you call me Joker when you take me out? Yeah. There? Yeah, yep. that's the one. When he's walking through the halls and he's laughing. So I actually read an interview with Phoenix, and he said that for Joker's laugh, he actually researched. There's uh, this disease called, I forget what it's called, but basically what it is is that. You can't control your laughter. You just laugh no reason. And so he watched a vid- bunch of videos of people who suffer from that, and that's where he got his laugh from. So, well, if you see that scene where he's doing that, not even smiling, yeah. he's doing it. It's like, that's what he said. He said he did that because he feels like the Joker, would, it just comes out of him. Like it's it, nothing that he would do on purpose. It's just that like he's so crazy that like it, he's always just laughing. So I think this is going to be a one shot, like a one and done. It is. They said this is part of their first. They're doing it. Elseworld movies where they want to kind of do movies outside of continuity where they just be like, this is about mm-hmm. the Joker, and then that'll be it. I'm so, excited to see the little Easter eggs. I there. guarantee you. So critically, it's doing well. Commercially, which I'm assuming it's going to be because people like Batman Joker stuff. If it does well box office wise uh, and they start doing more of these movies that are outside of continuity, I guarantee you the next one, they're going to try to do a Dark Knight Returns kind of thing, like where he's an older Batman. God, That'd be too bad. I'd actually that. rather see... Get Michael Keaton back in the game. I'd rather see them do Red Sun. That's there's no way Superman has. They were really talking about that, but it's gonna be a cartoon, like an anime. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's gonna be all. Oh, you need a good Superman movie before you can start doing alternate universe. I, Superman I feel like they do a Batman movie next because we don't know when Matt Reeves Batman's coming out. Twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. <laughs> a July twenty twenty one. Well, then maybe you don't want to get a Batman to mix up. People might get confused. Do a Flash. I don't think they'll do Batman, but I think yeah, they'll do something weird like do a Flash. Good, do or... a good Green Lantern, dude. I would fucking kill Green if they Lantern, went out yes. there with Green Lantern like a one shot and it just was them like space cop kind of shit. <sighs> do some Grant Morrison stuff? Yeah. They'll never do it though. That's Kevin way Smith too far. Shrooms on Shrooms That's on Shrooms. Green Arrow maybe. Green, Green Arrow. A Green Arrow sweet. fucking movie? Because he's leaving the TV show. He's leaving <sighs> the Arrowverse. Yeah, there we go. Ironically. Like a, <laughs> like a grounded kind of Green Arrow movie. TV show's pretty grounded. I'd like to have like a comical Green Arrow, like a one that's a little lighthearted. Where he actually puts who's a like a Robin Hood, like a boxing like glove on his. Garrett, they start with the Joker first, rated R. They're gonna go back. They're gonna go to PG all of a sudden. What about Shazam? That worked. But I'm, this that's different. That's their universe. We're talking about this one shot shit. Else world. Hmm. What about Kingdom Come? Oh, yeah, right. It's too fucking hard. No way they 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 couldn't pull that off. No way. All right. Maybe, maybe Constantine. They try again. Constantine would be good. Let's see Constantine. Swamp Thing. Though I do like that, that Keanu Reeves one. People shit on yeah, that, but I like it. Just Lee Dark movie. That'd be too tough, probably. Maybe. We'll see. Um, Question. Mm, people don't know who he is. That's why they do a fucking movie. They're only doing people who are like known. Yeah. Joker. Uh, yeah, so before we actually get into our comic book reviews, I did actually want to bring this up. Uh, because I did talk about it on our Twitter because uh, I was without internet service. We had uh, three tornadoes hit our town. 
Yes. Uh, luckily, nobody in this room got affected by it, uh, even though it was close to Garrett. Hey, well, we only had a tree lose a couple branches. Mm. That was it. Alex, me and you were fine. Yep. We lived pretty close to each other, <laughs> which is windy. Yep. It, it, the wind was pretty fucking, uh, like, going pretty hard. I'm saying the rain was, I mean, it was a lot of rain. Yeah, it would definitely seem like, if somebody would have told me, hey, tornado's outside, I would have believed them. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't. So I, can, I can't even imagine, like, being close to that tornado because it was pretty vicious over here. So, but like, yeah. It's one of those leaves. things when you see it on TV and you see other, you know, Oklahoma who got gets rammed all the time. But then to have it happen in town, you're just like, oh, wow, this shit's real. And it really does blow. Well, I was making a joke actually beforehand because usually, like, nothing happens in town. It happens outside of town. It happens in the outskirts of town. Or they, like, see a funnel cloud and that's it. And people in town all the time were like, don't really uh, care that much that when a warning goes off. And so actually the same thing, like the warning, they announced the warning. Um, we did have a failure of none of our tornado alarms went off in town, but my phone said tornado warning. And I was just like, nah, whatever. I stayed in my bed up here. And uh, then it was kind of hard. I was like, what's going on here? So, but I was making jokes before. And I was like, yeah, it's not a tornado. Like it, it never happened happens. in 30 years. It doesn't happen. And even yeah. 30 years ago, like, I feel like I remember it happening not like in this like it happened in the center of town this time. Right. Like and there was three. This fucking thing came three. Right. Mm-hmm. I know and it's usually been on like the edge of town, like between towns. Hasn't been Yeah, that's this, what I mean. It's yeah. like usually in the outskirts, which, which of course because it needs the ground to kind of pick up speed and then it takes them out. But this one, they kind of just dropped in uh for a little bit and then they dropped out. Three of them. So a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, uh, the uh forecast. Um can't go to Best Buy. Taken out. A lot of stores over there. Taken out. Luckily, nobody died. Right. I, didn't, I haven't heard. I heard of someone, a lot of injuries. I heard some yeah. lady got blown out of her house. Um, I heard some lady got hit with a tree through the right. window. Uh, I know an apartment building, a whole apartment building got the roof torn off, and everybody there can't live there anymore because the building's unsound, so they're relocating them. Right. But other than that, I mean, a lot of everything that happened is replaceable. Right. I don't think anybody lost their life. So. Right. Even even hit a hospital, a heart hospital here in town, and some of the, there were some injuries, but obviously they were at a hospital already. So right, that's what I heard on the police scanner. I was the police scanner, they're like, "Yeah, there's a couple of injuries, but uh, the the uh, staff said they can take care of it." And it's like, "No, well, of course. What, are the, what the fuck are you gonna do? Be like, let's go to the hospital, guys. Be like, we're yeah. here, ready, right, <laughs> I got all this stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, this comes off of uh, Alex last week. We were talking about whether or not you were storm. <laughs> Best weatherman in the so in the poor, poor Maybe, choice. I mean, the week of we were talking about how we would use our weather powers, but uh, obviously you would have stopped those tornadoes. That's right. I was just going nope, but I'm not storm. Obviously, I just lost my pants. I have a hole here. Obviously, that's obvious. And I wore these outside today, dude. You are so hip. Uh, but I just noticed right in the back, right by my underwear, there's another hole. So all day been showing that off. So. Ooh, uh, House of X number five. That is uh, Jonathan Hickman and Pepe Larez, right? Mm-hmm. Five, not House of no, X. It's Powers, Powers. Of X. Powers. Jesus. Of X. Um, is it number four? No, I was no, pretty sure it's five. It's five. No, because it did four and four. Ah, you're right. Four. I got it right here. I don't actually. know. I should pull it up. Uh, hang on. Four because Powers of X four. Oh, yeah. Powers of X number four of six. This is Jonathan Hickman. And, um, oh, and actually it is, uh, Sylvia, RB Sylvia, not Pepe. That's on House of X. So we actually, um, we didn't talk about House of X last week because, uh, we had Mikey on. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't talk about it last week. I actually really enjoyed that issue a lot. It was crazy good. Mm -hmm. It was really good. And, um, 
as I said in the last week's show, everybody died. Uh, I would say that I think that's just one of during one of Moira's lives. Because yeah, how yeah. is how's Wolverine in the future then? Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. But I mean he could still live. Technically. Well, you know the weird thing though, when, when you want you watch uh hey, you don't see Night, him actually Nightcrawler teleport him out there and Nightcrawler just <laughs> right away <laughs> dies. And even and even Logan's just like ripping apart and he's trying to do it. But also like the first scene when they show them on the plane after that bomb went off and uh, uh she's like Logan's still healing, his fucking arm is like trying to attach back, and I was just like fucking gross. Yeah. But still it was kind of cool. Uh Powers of X though, we uh tell a story of uh Mr. Sinister in the future, a bunch of Mr. Sinisters, and um they go to make a deal with one of them. And it, uh, another one takes over, uh, the one that actually has a mutant gene in him. And they want to use him because I think they finally found out. Um, and at the end of the last issue, right, they said, no more. This is not happening anymore. So I think finally Xavier and Magneto were telling themselves in a way, saying no more. That way, Moria would come back and tell them, hey, last time you said this happened, and you keep failing. We can't fail anymore. So they go to the uh, it's Mr. Sinister and say, hey, we're ready to make a deal. Like, right. you're going to help us out. And, like, that's when you know that they're thinking more of their race when, like, they're going to villains. I yep. mean, it's like, hey, man, you're a mutant, too, so this affects you as much as you're a dick. We need you. Well, but you, I mean, we've, we've seen that through this whole series between both books is that uh, Apocalypse generally thought to be a bad guy. He's, he's a leader of part of the teams in House mm-hmm. of X or um, Powers. Well, he's the Mr. first Sinister. mutant. Well, I would say, but I mean, a lot of the time it's, you know, Xavier's always fighting for it. No, mutants and humans can live together. Now it's kind of like, uh, screw humans. We really mm-hmm. do need to go with what's best for mutant kind. And that's Mr. Sinister. That's Apocalypse. That's Magneto. Everybody who's bad is, I mean, even in the last issue of whichever one it was, I think it's House, where Sabretooth is getting talked to and going, hey, you killed all these people. Yeah, I did. Dude, I'm loving that. I'm loving like that scene what we got in the first issue with Cyclops and Fantastic Four. This one with uh, um, what's her name? I can't say. Uh, is it Monet. who's no? Who's the one all dressed in white? Emma Frost. Oh, Emma, the yeah, queen. When white she, queen. Yeah, white queen. When she goes in there and is like, "Well, we're a sovereign state now, so you can't touch us. Yep. Like, fuck off." Um, I will say that, um, you know, we've obviously seen some seeds and some ads for some new books coming out of this X-Men universe, and Jonathan Hickman's doing a New Mutants book. And so that issue with Cypher, because Cypher is on the main cover of that New Mutants, I really did like that because, A, we got to see how the language of Krakoa is kind of, like, being created, which I thought was very interesting, um, that there's, like, a, a backstory behind the backstory of learning how to create a language. That's what I was going to say. So we he they come and Cypher um, basically talks to the tree, and he says, Xavier, you've been talking to this tree, but it's been in simple ways. Like, the language is more complicated than that. And so he actually finds a way to decipher it, so that way that um, Sage, Black, Tom Cassidy, Trinity, or Trinary, excuse me, and uh, Beast can kind of communicate with the planet in different ways for, like, data analysis and defense and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, so how they create the language so that they can speak one with the with the, uh, the planet, but also he, the planet tells them the story about Apocalypse and his horsemen and how they he basically saved the planet at one point from these... Because, uh, like, there was one planet, it split into two, and then the four horsemen buried that other half. Yeah. Um, uh, By the way... Was Cypher... Do you, I mean, you guys know more about X-Men than I do. Was Cypher... Uh, 
X Men before, mm-hmm. or is he new? Yeah, okay. no, he's new. <clears throat> um, I had one complaint looking oh. at the new books that are coming out. There's, I think it's just the X Men book. All it is is the Summers family. No, um, they're all going to be one shot stories. Remember we talked about this? They're going to be one shot stories. So the first issue, he said. Uh, has the Summer's family, but that's not the whole series. Okay. Yeah. Because I literally uh no offense, this is going to be hard for me to He said to he kind of wants, he says it's such a big cast of characters in X-Men that he wants it so that like, everyone gets introduced. Each issue is like a one and done, so that way he can have stories with all the X-Men. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, so, if I had to choose, if you asked me like last week, uh, Pepe on House of X, I would have said that's my favorite art out of the two books. But actually, I thought in this issue, RB uh, did a great job, especially with the coloring. Like this panel here with uh, Apocalypse, you know how long I stared at this baby here. I was just like looking at it for a while. Yeah. Being like, I love the coloring That's on that nice. page. I love the composition. Everything about that page is great. Talking about the uh, the little panel with Apocalypse staring off into the sunset after he's done uh, with his uh, destroying of the other planet. <laughs> and he's just like, fuck yeah. He's just staring out there being like, I'm done with it. Being somber. He's enjoying what he's done. And then at the end, we get uh, something uh, I don't know if I fully understood what was going on. You guys understood this part? Uh, this? No, so, the phalanx shows up and absorbs the. Oh elder. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Okay, I, was I still don't understand that that great because like basically I know that the human that I'm assuming is a mutant as well. I uh, no, because so, he made a copy of himself that is machine, and then the phalanx absorbed it, and then the grand machine absorbed the phalanx. What? <laughs> so there was the guy. Because I didn't think these were a... mutants anymore. What? I didn't think they were mutants because this is what year 1000 mm-hmm. when so machines are taking over. Is this a human thing? Cause like... But it's a space alien, I thought. Because I thought there was like, whatever the librarian was, was some like and. Older than time creature, or isn't their plan been to like recreate humans? Because we're in humans. That's why they're doing that Adam and Eve thing in that right. first issue. So I wonder if this is a human or Herman. I don't know. They clone because that that robotic orb. I think it is, is a, a copy. Diff- it's a different planet of people. Okay. And then the Phallus comes and he's like, uh, "Do you want to have this conversion? Do you accept?" And he's like, "Waiting response." And then they say yes, and then that's when he takes over. They absorb everybody. Yeah, I get this now. Actually, I reread. So I wonder if it's kind of like Brainiac. He's like getting a sample of each species. Well, basically, they come. We learn in the last Power of X, right? Yes. Um, about the different types of AI, and so when it gets to that point, that thing absorbs everything and kind of like uses that to kind of reproduce and like grow bigger. So, hmm. um, it's like the biggest kind of AI, right? No, because the biggest one I thought was there's. Oh, you're right. But the this mother mold, or it's the Nimrod's the biggest. I don't think so. Nimrod That's the is one the most the advanced sentinel. Yes, correct. Yes. Failing, but it, whatever's beyond failing. The failings was the one that could create a different, more of itself. Right. Right. And but then it, there's the mother mold that told you what it, to build. Yes. It was Isn't also self-aware. the biggest one? Because like that. You know what? I got the chart over here. So you, you find it and you tell us. That's the only thing that like, and my problem right now that I'm having is it's trying to remember which book is which. Because we've had it where a powers and a powers has come back to back. And then we go into a house and a house. Guys, and then it's like, right, right, house. I'm trying to open up powers of uh, X3. There's an update available that's going to improve my reading for this issue. Oh, it's going to take away all of your... It's going to take away something. Yep. Oh, I can you ask me later. Ask me later. Okay. 
That's the one thing with these digital comics. They try to steal away, uh, they try to change shit just on me. Try to steal battle wings. You know, a lot of times, though, it is really just like a spelling error or like some coloring thing's messed up and they just fix it for me. So, well, did, uh, did the Batman one ever get fixed where Batman punches X1 and XL2 or something? What are they called? What was that? Oh, like yeah. He, he had mentioned that he messed it up and that it'll get oh, changed in the trade. Probably. Well, that chart is not in X-Men 3. I mean, Power of X 3, so it must be in 2. Yeah, it was early on. It may have even been in House, though. Yeah. Because that's when they're going to find the Mother Mold. I'm pretty sure it's Powers, because Nimrod was pretty huge, because it was like Nimrod's origin story. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, the largest is the uh, Phalanx. Is it Phalanx? Yes. Okay. World Mind is below that. Uh, Techno Arc is below that. Intelligence Hive and then Machine. Types of societies, so okay. So Matt, I was thinking, I was thinking the Sentinel one. The tech marks create the f- the phalanx. Phalanx? How do you say it? Phalanx. Phalanx. Able. Phalanx. That's what that's what he said. The phalanx. Dick. I actually stuff. enjoyed this issue. Like I said, every single one of these kind of fills in. So the House of X feels like it is the things we're familiar with and a little bit of more of action. To kind of keep the story going along. And that is kind of like after whatever happens in Powers is the fuel to what happens in House of X. So we learned that uh, Moria keeps uh, living lives, taking their information back. And Powers is kind of seeing those different lives because you jump throughout time. And then uh, House of X is more how we're executing on all that stuff. So the last issue of House of X was uh, amazing. Well, yeah, and like there was so much more weight because we knew that if Nimrod gets created, you're all fucked. Yeah. Yep. And this Powers of X also I thought was great, but it also, like, it doesn't really uh, set in until you see the House of X and how it actually is executed. So, because um, I remember we were talking about one issue, I think it, it was the House of X before the last one, third one. And we were like, yeah, now that Powers of X beforehand is, we know what's going on and it's actually better because of this House of X issue. So, Oh, after we see the... Um Moira died, or when Moira yes. gets brought out of that and stasis. Like, oh, okay. We, we got it. And we're like, okay, yep. now it's, those issues are way better. So the next House of X, number five, that comes out this week. Is red, isn't it? Is red. So we've known those red issues have been key issues because that one was the Moira issue that kind of like made clear that up. So I guess with the next one, we're going to figure out something else. So yeah. I'm really excited to see where this goes, especially leading. Once again, this is only a miniseries. Both these are all miniseries leading mm-hmm. to the actual X-Men book. So. Right. Once we get there, we'll see what. This is one of those things that I'm actually happy that it comes out every week and yeah. it's been on time. And uh, it's oversized. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's it's worth your time reading this book, and if you are at all interested in X Men, uh, this actually might be the best place to jump on. It is oversized. Yeah, they're five dollar issues. Oh, inert feels oversized. Well, I mean, inert, inert right. feels. Well, it's like the diagrams. They well, I was gonna say inert feels like it takes longer to read, but me because mm-hmm. I am enjoy reading. Are you enjoying? It? There's some issues that are like. Of other books that are trenchy pages and pfft, right, <clears throat> gotta read the sh- those suckers three times. <laughs> I mean, I start and stop, obviously. So, I'm gonna give this baby a nice nine. I'd agree. Nine, I'd say nine sounds good. If it was House of X number four that we we're talking about, would have been a 10. I would have been like a 12 because that book was amazing. Fucking Wolverine and Cyclops. Sometimes you gotta watch that guy die. Fucking Cyclops got his head blown off. Yeah, boom. That was dodge this. He she said, No, she didn't say that. That's you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge this. It doesn't even finish. It shoots. It was good. Anyway. And then the fucking uh, drones uh, kill Gene. Yeah. Everybody died. Mm-hmm. Like I told Garrett. It's hard. 
<laughs> so hard uh, you know what else we got this week? Or at least what uh, Garrett and I got this week. Not Garrett. Sorry, looked at you. Marvin and I got this week. Catwoman number 15. Written by V. Ram. And art by Marka and Dolfo. And uh, Joel Jones on the cover. Which, of course, like always, looks great. Uh, this is that interlude second part. Do you read it? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It was okay. This was just... I, I didn't care. The art was actually very nice. The art was actually the best part of it. And actually, a lot of the panels that went by when it was uh, dialogue-less, uh, like there was nothing on the screen, there was just the art, mm. was fantastic, I thought. But uh, dialogue kind of made me cringe a little bit. Yeah. Because it was too many one-liners and shit. So I was like, what the fuck? It was... <laughs> What's going on here? The like, only thing that, that you really needed to take away from, and this is going to be a quick talk because there isn't a whole lot to say. Nah. Book, it, lo- book like, looked good. Um, but all it was was pretty much telling, she has the, the little definitely, thing. Uh, what's the artist, Marco? Yeah, Marco Andolfo. Uh, she definitely likes to sexualize Catwoman, I'll tell you that much. Um, and also, we'll talk about Batman later, but... Um, but in Catwoman, yeah, like the way she's... Sometimes she had the way that she's like just standing... It's like she's like arcing her back and like standing or something. I was like, the fuck? Like, you wouldn't stand like she's that. Like, Lula's ass. <laughs> and I was just, I don't know. But then also, like every single time she met a bad guy, a one-liner came out. And I was just like, and there's even a point in which, towards the end of the book, she's like, I don't have any more witty comebacks. And I was like, well, yeah. Good. About time. Good. <laughs> About time. Uh, but overall, it wasn't bad. Like, well, the, the, story, the story itself was fine, the plot. I want to say the whole takeaway from her is that she had the USB or whatever it was. Uh, of blackmail and all the big crime families. I think she it was goes, supposed to be USB, but it looked like uh, you know those M and M's, the mini M and M's that come in that little canister. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> it looked like a big pill that you take to give a horse <laughs> yeah. right at the butt. Uh, anyway, all it was was she's got blackmail on all the families in town in Saint Hermosa yeah. or wherever it was. She was like, she shows up and says, "Hey, fuckers, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. I got your info." Bitch, please. And she gives it to a uh, gentleman ghost or ghost gentleman, whatever his name was, and is. It was fine. And then that one lady, the, she caught her, that tried to snipe her, and she was like, hey. Turned out as a dude. Don't fucking snipe me. <laughs> yeah, it was the dude of many faces, something like that. Yeah. It was Sounds fine. Sounds super entertaining. But but the thing is, like, there's, it's kind of like the Batman it where it's an interlude. It's I just, heard, it wasn't, but the art, there's a lot of panels of just the art, so obviously it went fast. Yeah. And I don't feel like it was boring at all. It's just, it's like, it doesn't feel like the Catwoman book that's been around for the last 15 issues. Yeah. So. Like, Joel Jones obviously is trying to tell a long story. Like, we're still talking about the first villain that she met in issue one. She didn't even meet her in issue one. She hasn't, She met her once right, so far. Yep. It's all time, but... She got stabbed. The, uh, No-Nose got stabbed? Mm. No, 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 no. Catwoman got stabbed by No-Nose. Oh. Well, by her... Is by no her, by her zombie son. Mm-hmm. Her zombie yeah, son. They're still yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But, I mean, uh, we're still going off that first arc, and so I think Joel is trying to tell this long-term story. And so to have this in the middle, I know Joel needed a break to do the art and, and writing, which I'm excited for. Yeah. But uh, it's not bad, but it also is not necessary. Like, if you miss these two issues, you'll be fine. So, uh, six. Mm. Art was pretty good. But I'm going to give five. I got annoyed with these fucking one line. The art, the art was the, the savior, otherwise it would have been four. I like the, the plot, though. It was fine. Uh, next, we got Black Hammer Justice League, number three, written by Jeff Lemire with art by Michael Walsh. Is your mic on? Yes. Oh, Sorry, am I not talking high enough? Oh, I can't hear you. Hello? Oh, jeez. Whoa. Test, 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 test. Can you hear me? Yes. Black. Nope. There. Oh. Okay. What is happening? Try again. Hello? 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 
Hello, hello, hello. I think you need to switch this mic with that one. Do it again. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Now it's clear. Okay, go. Okay. Uh, Black Hammer Justice League, number three, written by Jeff Lemire with art by Michael Walsh. What'd you think, Marvin? Did you read this one? I did. Um, so is this... Three the, seven, we have to check in to see if you read this book. Um, uh, I read issue two and three back to back, so I got to remember, did did this one start with Bruce driving the truck in no, town? No, those two. Those two? Okay, good. I'm caught up on two. I didn't read three. Okay. But Sorry, spoilers no, you're for you, fine. You're fine. Um, I knew, the only thing I wanted to say was... The, spo- the reveal of two where Wally's dead. I was like, what's it's that? not Wally, it's Barry. What is- well, I meant Flash, sorry. I was just yeah. thinking Flash. Um, so this issue opens up with Green Lantern and Colonel Weird going through the Parazone, right? Or no. did that happen in issue two? That is two. <sighs> what am I getting? Did you read three? I did. I'm pretty sure Marvel, I did. It opens up with interrogations. Uh, the All Justice League is interrogating right. the uh, Black, Hammer. Black Hammer people. And um, all right with Hawkman, Martian Manhunter, and Aquaman. Okay, yes, now I remember. Mary uh, has the hots for. Um, well, who is it? Aquaman. Golden Gale, you mean? Golden Gale. Yep. Has the hots for uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. And he's like, stop staring at me like that. And then, uh, um, fuck, what's Marsh's name? Barbalian. Barbalian uh, says, that guy's not a fucking Martian. You're saying Green Martian? Yeah, I thought it was funny. And then later on, he morphs to look like John John. He goes, I'm a, I'm a Green Martian. <laughs> yeah, he, he's pretty funny, this issue. I, I did enjoy that because he was just like, this guy thinks he's a fucking Martian. And he's like, she's like, uh, Golden Gale's like, we don't need, we can get out of here in two seconds. Like, let's just go. And he's like, no, we need them to figure out what the fuck's going on. But she leaves. Yeah, Golden Gale just shoots through the ceiling. She fights Satana. And Satana yeah. Oh, yeah. turns her back to her regular self. And she starts crying. Old lady. And yeah, and the way she does it is by reverse. So, you know, Zafram is how she turns it. She did it backwards. Mm-hmm. And Zatanna turned her. Um, uh, <laughs> Zafram. Marfaz. And then, <laughs> and then what, what Garrett was talking about does happen. We see Green Lantern and Colonel Strange uh, in the. Weird. Colonel Weird in the. Uh, Parazone. Parazone. Yeah. And uh, they see Wally. Running, it's Barry. Barry, while running. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, hey, at least I don't feel bad for forgetting something. And uh, uh, they actually save him at the last second so that he doesn't die. And he actually, they all get trapped in this different world in which Colonel Weird, Weird is like, I'm not sure where we're at. He's like, maybe you've never been here before. He goes, I don't think you understand. I know everything. I know yeah, every single place. Cool. I don't know what this is. So, and that that is pretty scary because it made me think of like Limbo and Inception. It's like, oh no, how are they going to get back from this? Um, and I also liked having, um, I can't think of his, who's the Green Lantern in this? John Stewart. John? Uh, it was nice to have John Stewart as Green Lantern in this book. Like, it's just fresh because I think he's a great character and I think he works really well with the Justice oh, League. And in Cyborg and Batman, um, we're working on something and Batman gets pissed because he doesn't have enough parts, but then they find, uh, walkie talkie. Talkie walkie walkie. <laughs> and, uh, they, Cyborg brings him back to life. It's actually kind of a creepy scene, like Cyborg's connected to Takiwaki, and Takiwaki wakes up and is like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I liked in issue two when Gail's trying to swear, and she goes, what the fuck is this? I can't... Why am I bleep? Why am I bleep? Bleep, 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 bleep. Um, this one was pretty quick. I mean, it wasn't like super I dense. I like the art in this issue yeah. a lot. Michael Walsh, especially the interrogation scene, was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the series. It's a nice take on both worlds. And seeing what's going on, um, 
it doesn't feel like a Justice League book, but it doesn't feel like a Black Hammer book. It feels like a nice mix of the two. So it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's simple, and like you can tell that Black Hammer universe is inspired by like Avengers and the Justice League. So it's cool to see that flip flop. No, it would be sweet to see the Avengers and Black Hammer get mixed I'm up. I'm sure they'll do that never, sometime. Maybe I don't think Marvel would ever let Marvel doesn't like that. a lot of crossovers. So. Yeah, I was gonna say Dark Horse and Marvel have a pretty good relationship. It seems like because they do cross in IDW DC. and DC. Sorry, yeah. And D- I think just DC likes working with other companies. They did it with Dynamite with yep. uh, uh, Shadow, Shadow, and they did it with IT- IDW with, with uh, Turtles. Turtles, and mm-hmm. they do it now Black Hammer. Well, I say, but what a way to to broaden your horizons. It's like mm-hmm. when Marvel and DC did that crossover of them fighting each other. I was like, holy crap! What a way to and give everybody what they like, want. What the eighties? I'm still yeah. waiting. For the ultimate crossover with the with uh, the Miller World, and we get a uh, Jupiter Circle, Justice League. Holy oh, shit! Oh man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd give this issue an eight. I thought it was really funny. The art was good. Uh, I'll give it nice, a nine. simple story. I, I really like this book. So just by hearing you guys talk about, it, I'd give this a nine. The, the only thing, it's a little. Sh- it feels short. Yeah, it's really short, and we only have two issues left to figure out say, who did so, the switch. I mean, that's the only reason why I wouldn't give it a full ten, because it feels like uh, maybe there could have been more that's going on. But it was a nice, fun issue. It's only a five issue run. Yep. Yeah. Only five six. issues. No. Oh, okay. Cinco. Damn. Batman number 79, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Tom King and uh, Clay Man. Clay Man. We get it was Tony the, as Danny. It was Clay He's Man. He's on the cover. It was Clay Oh, okay. Um, we get the interlude, City of Bane interlude, with uh, Catwoman and Batman. Basically, we get an interlude of uh, Catwoman trying to make Batman Batman again because Bruce has been broken. And they are somewhere. doesn't matter where. It's uh, according to... Uh, it's beautiful wherever they're at. Yeah. Beaches. Bruce. Catwoman gets to wear a swimsuit all the time. So, uh, Garrett, what do you think? Uh, I actually really enjoyed this one. And I was thinking about it. Why I enjoyed this issue <laughs> is because, A, it's the first cohesive story we've had in Batman for many a time where it's in one... There's one story being told, and it's not like random cutscenes every three mm. pages. I like that. Um, I also thought the conversation um, with Bat- Batman and Catwoman was pretty good throughout i'm not saying this is the greatest comic ever but i did enjoy this probably the most in the last 10 issues i thought the art was fantastic art was great uh the overall plot of what's going on and and um the story beats i actually really enjoyed just some of the dialogue seemed kind of like uh it seemed to it, it seemed to bat and cat i see i didn't mind that i know you had an issue with that but i like the, the parts were where he, she's like uh but they call each other bat and cat when they're in street clothes but not around people I can hear. Yeah, who, but they're not going to know what the fuck. First off, they're not in America. Yeah, they're, they're not just going to think they're crazy. They're like, let's say they're in Italy. They're going to know what the fuck they're saying. And then second of all, if I called you Bat, people are going to be like, he's the fuck Bat, man. He was, One, he was Matches probably, Malone. Probably already, I know, that's what I was going to say. My favorite part of this issue was Matches Malone. I know, Anytime I, Matches Malone's in a comic. I saw that it. mustache and he was Matches right away. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, what's his face? Tom Selleck. It looked like made in PI. That's matches for alone, baby. Yeah. He's got the avatars and he's got the mustache. Just missing the match. Yeah, it's just missing the match. Um, besides that, there's like the scene right before the end, uh, right after she throws the boomerang. They're play, throwing with the boomerang, playing with the boomerang. Battering. Yeah, battering, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you call it. Um, that section in the dialogue was a little cliche for me. Throw when, it hard. When she's like, uh, when he's like, I left you. He goes, oh, you admit it. You left. And I was like, all right. Okay. okay so, yeah, this is the, that's the part of the book I didn't like. It's like, I thought the wedding issue was crap. 
And so for this reeling still but to be... That's over, I guess. Well, they made up. They kissed at the end. I know that's what I'm saying. But it's like to still, be re- to, it again. to still be reeling over this thing that they both had control over and they both were just like... That's the thing. Huh. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the thing I don't understand. <laughs> They're both acting like something happened to the both of them that they had no control over, which they had full control over. Yeah. It's just that... Like and Batman going, so you meant it. You're the one who left me. It's like motherfucker. You're the one who has the issues. Yeah. yeah. Like you're the reason why. Like the way you were acting is why she left. So why mm-hmm. are you blaming her because she left? He's like, oh, she's so gonna admit that you left. And it's yeah. Like, so I can be Batman. <laughs> like what? Uh. So that I actually in that way I was also kind of mad at Bruce being like. Motherfucker, it's, nothing is her fault in this. Yep. You're the guy who couldn't get over being the Batman. You're the guy who kept pushing her away, and then she finally was like, fine, I'll just leave because I understand like, you want to protect the city, and if you're with me, you're not going to be able to protect the city because you're going to want to quit being Batman, so I'll leave. And then he's like, holy shit, she left? And I was like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, you did it. Do you know what's and ruined? Blame but see, I never understood why she felt like she had to leave. You want to be Batman? Great, be Batman. Go out all night. But he thought... Then when you come home, come home like an hour earlier. Because he said that he goes... He felt like he didn't need to do it anymore because she made him happy. He didn't need. He, he only, the only ever, reason he did it. The only the reason, promise yeah, to his parents. The promise to his parents, and he think that now he found something else to live for. And so he didn't need to be a Batman anymore. And she was like, "I can't do it to him because I know he's going to be miserable so life because that's this is what he wants to do is be the Batman." And yeah, so but she that's left. when you just go, "Honey, it's Wednesday night." Uh, instead of going out, that's to what go I'm drinking. saying. But fucking Bruce couldn't get that through his yeah. fucking head. Say, make it so a real she just night. Left. She thought it was the only choice she had. And then that's why I don't get in this issue when he's like, yeah, you fucking left. And he's like, dude, motherfucker, you're the one who had the issue. Yeah. You know what's ruined that relationship for me? That even if they do work out at the end of this run, I still think of that annual that Tom King did where Bruce gets allsies and like Catwoman is like just being there for him. It just makes me super depressed. I was going to say, I really enjoy that issue, but yeah. It's great, but like, yeah, you're like seeing these two like, oh, we're together. It's so happy. And it's like, you guys are going to have a horrible fucking end. But didn't she say that was her, uh, she had a dream? Hmm. I don't issue. remember if it was a dream. And this issue, she goes, I had a dream once. I had a dream about we us had kids. getting married and having kids. Oh. And then you couldn't remember stuff anymore. So she admitted it was her dream. Oh, okay. So it's not their actual Oh, God. Because every time I think of that, I'm just like, God, how depressing. Um, but I mean, if I'm going to say if I liked it or didn't like it, I'm going to say I liked it. But also some of that dialogue, I felt like mm-hmm. Tom King's above that dialogue. And I don't know why it needed to happen. Like if he would have just, if they just would have showed up for a couple panels and just looked at each other and said, hey. I'm sorry. I think it almost would like him just to say, I've missed you. Mm-hmm. But that's all it needed to be was actually more of a heartfelt and less of this, I'm Batman. That's because he's the a hard ass. The fucking shit, we know you're the Batman. Here's some soup, bad. <laughs> Let me make you better. Uh, the only thing I was worried about at the beginning of this issue is when there was the sports casting narration. I was like, you've done that before. It doesn't pay off. Stop doing that. Oh, <laughs> with the soccer game. <laughs> yeah. But, By the way, also, we talked about Catwoman be sexualized in her own book. Holy in this shit. book, she's in that swimsuit. He's like, is that your wife? And they're both just staring at her. Which I thought was actually... I don't think Tom King does it that much, so I was okay with it. I was like, okay, well, she's in a swimsuit. They're all yeah. Well, I mean, and, and to be fair, in this issue, they really did make her look... Great, eh? I just yeah. like it. I actually did laugh out loud when they were sleeping in separate beds. And she's like, you're not sleeping. I, I, tell, I can tell when you're sleeping. And he's like, leave me alone. <laughs> you breathe different. No, I don't. He's like, stop saying that. I don't. I, I, I relax all the time. I'm always like, tense. I just made me laugh thinking of like in my head. I was just like, fucking Bruce can't go to sleep. He's just like, fuck, I should be out there fighting. He's like, I can't sleep at night. I'll sleep at night. Sleep between uh, 6 a.m. and 6.01 a.m. Um, I liked it. But I mean, 
I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, eight seems fine for me. Mm. Maybe a seven. I'm going to go seven. I really hated that dialogue. I say, see, that's the thing. Like the first half was fine. Them being on, and honestly, them being on the beach were just seemed like they were relaxing and kind of enjoying spending time together, and nothing QD about it. Just them hanging out. Uh, but then when you got to the final thing where he's throwing the battering at her and she's catching it, she's telling, him, just throw it really I have, hard. I have a feeling the next issue is going to be amazing though. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Because once we're past all this, then they're back together now, and they're just going to stop that shipment, and it's going to be the two of them. So fighting. who are they waiting for? We have, well, we he brings the shipment to that. Uh, Bane has the way he gets the supplies to Gotham is through mm-hmm. that town, wherever it is. Okay. Yeah. And so they're going to destroy a shipment, so that's going to help cripple him in the city, and then they're going to go for him. But uh, I got to say, I know Bruce Batman's going through a lot, but he does not look physically damaged yeah, at all. Definitely not hundred percent. He didn't yeah. throw that battering at full strength. So. That's true. But I'm just like, what city do you think they're in? Mm. Looks like a th- maybe. Th- maybe it's Spain. a city off of Pina Dura. It definitely is a coastal city. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if they're going, the port's coming through there. They're gonna. Pina Dura is a hole on the side of a bay, so maybe. Let's figure it's Portugal. You Could know be. what? Could be. I'm gonna say Canada. I don't think it's Canada. Just, just so twenty miles little... away from Gotham City. They got beaches up there. They do. They do. Uh, I like to say right now, and obviously I'll do some work in post. But if we couldn't hear Garrett earlier, I apologize. I think we could hear you. I I could hear me. I thought we could hear him. I could hear okay. me in the headphones. I was gonna say so. before I could hear you too, but then for some reason, for a second, you dropped out. Maybe the core. I told you we need a new board. So uh, we're working towards it. Go to WednesdayComics.com. I mean, I we're not going to beg for money, but there's a little button there if you want to give us a little change. So. Hey, we got a store too. So yeah, buy some of the shirts. Buy Get a stuff. new board. What, public T. Yeah. Uh, t T Public dot uh, mm-hmm. Go to our Twitter pages. Uh, it's tagged around the top. Get a good mug. Get my face on that mug. Mm-hmm. My sweet shield. You know what? I want to do that. Get a mug. Yeah, I've been looking for a mug, and I was like, what am I going to get? I'll get us. Well, the comics. Yeah. Support your own podcast. I forgot that I we can get mugs. Yeah, I thought right. it was only shirts. No, you get pillows. I'm going to get a mug. You know for Christmas? Tumblers. Everybody's getting a mug. Ah, Sweet. I do. Dog. Use it every morning. You know what else I never use every morning? <laughs> Sorry, my segue is shit. Uh, Detective Comics 1011, written by Peter J. Tomasi, Kristen Duce. Deuce. Is it Deuce? D-U-C-E, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe he's French. Yeah, maybe. Could I show Then Zagilla March did the cover. Mm-hmm. Sure. This is Deadshot, right, on the island? Yep. Keep your eyes peeled. Deadshot couldn't have gone far. Um, Spoilers. I thought the end of this arc was kind of flat. What a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, it. Was, I did like the two guys that like were stranded on the island. You guys might have hated that, but I thought it was interesting no. that... That was the strongest um, part of that whole yeah, issue with they were this, these two guys who started out being enemies. They mm-hmm. both got stranded on the island. They were shooting at each other, ran out of bullets, realized if I'm going to live here, I might as well live with somebody else and not die alone. And this was a very cheesy Batman, too. It, was very, it reminded me of like Silver Age Batman. So I was like taking it for what it is. It, it's clear that this is obviously, it must be the month of interludes. You got Catwoman interludes, you got Batman interludes, you got Detective Comics interludes because they this definitely felt like the diehard two of Batman comics. Yeah. I think it was like no, action packed and yeah. very cheesy, but, but like the, not we, very thick in plot. The thing that bugged me was one, I, ju- I judge Deadshot. Mm-hmm. You're fighting a dude who's obviously wearing a cowl and a leather jacket. It doesn't occur to you that it's Batman. Hey man. He's got a fucking goggles on. Batman doesn't wear goggles. Oh, man. His eyepiece is ripped out also, mm. though. And does that tell him who it is? Yeah, half his face is gone. Actually, mm. I mean, half the mask. But. And then he got attacked by a uh, panther. That was the other he thing. He shot that panther. He shot that panther. 
They healed it back up. Where are they at? Do you know where they're at? I also read... This is a weird thing that bugged me. I read 10.10 and 10.11, and when Deadshot shot that snake, I was like, the world can sleep a little safer tonight. Mm. (laughs) It was the best moment of that book. They seen the video of that anaconda in that river. Dude, that thing was fucking huge. That's because it just ate something. I've seen bigger. It's, it's my, it, I'm so afraid of snakes that I have to see the biggest snakes just so I can fucking like just know they're around. I'm afraid to watch the uh, the Itsy Bitsy trailer when eventually you'll see the big spider. There's a new horror movie called Itsy Bitsy. Oh. And it's about Itsy Bitsy spider and they talk about... I've seen any like it freaks. I'm going to show you that video of that spider who crawled in that guy's ear. Gross. Nope. And if I've you, seen if that. If I haven't seen it, I'm not going to see it. I've oh yeah, because I've seen them look in his ear and you can see his two eyes. Yeah. yeah fuck no. Um. Yeah, yeah I mean... Whatever. This one, yeah, it Whatever. it was pretty disappointing. Like I love the, I think the art was great. I like the end, what the when they dropped the supplies. Yeah, bam, it's smiling. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> which is a little weird and off character. It is. It made me laugh though. So I was like, yeah, it's the best part of the book. Um, I like that Alfred was on the scene actually bandaging people up because he has experience as a uh, military doctor. So that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, other than that, it was very shallow and wasn't really deep. All this issue did. Was make me think and sit there being like, "Do I still need to get this book?" I was thinking I'd be like, yeah, I, need "I think get you this. should." Like, I think still after this arc, maybe there because I didn't something. enjoy that first arc, even though it was kind of like it wrapped up pretty quick for some reason. Like they were like, "Oh, let's wrap this shit up." We just introduced a new the villain. Arkham Knight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but this one is maybe they're just spinning wheels to get to the next. Thing. See, I well, love the Joker arc. I thought that was but awesome. But I think Joker's. the thing is that we're still in that year of the villain stuff, and that's what all these taglines it's are. It's really ruining a lot of DC books. Yeah, they're, they're instead of giving that extra sheet, you know, three pages, we're having to fill it in with Mr. Freeze or who else, mm-hmm. it, whoever it is. Where this one actually seems like it's forced. I don't like the Mr. Freeze story. I haven't read any of it. I yeah. just get past it every time. He's going to go harvest people's arms and legs and things to rebuild Nora. Excuse me? Frankenstein? Uh-huh. Yeah. Frank and Nora? Whatever. He's giving out these lists of people that they're going to go get who are going to match Nora's skin. and. What if he fucks up and gets wrong parts? <laughs> then you're gonna Like th- he gets a, a guy's head instead of a lady's head. and He can let the hair grow out. What kind of a knee would you get? Would you need to get prime? Like, if you had to make a Frankenstein and you got good parts, would they still function in the way they would in that other person's body? Or do they now be bad parts? You know what I mean? Because it wouldn't be all part of the same body. Like, it works for that body, but it doesn't work for the new body. Depends. I think if you were to get the lower half, you get to get legs from one person, it'd be fine. You got the core of one bo- person, it'd be fine. Like, if they took my knees and they're making a uh, Frankenstein of you, you're obviously taller than I am. These knees aren't going to hold up. No. That's Although I could use new knees, so it'd probably be fine. You think these will hold up, though? Not with all the stuff I have to do, but I can work. I got fucked up knees. You ever seen this thing right here? <laughs> oh, you got, oh, you have the bone? Yeah, I got that, too. Yeah, I got that, too. It fucking sucks. You can't kneel. Mm. Well, I can. It just hurts. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> really bad. I'm going to give it a six. Which one are we talking about? Detective Comics 10-11. <laughs> We're talking about Frank and Nora. That I give a ten out of ten. <laughs> but I mean, read any of you? You said that uh, mm. five. Yeah, I would give us five. I I was really disappointed. Yeah, it was boring. Like the I, part is, I think that Doug Mink is going to be back on this. Book. God, I missed oh, that. He's old coming. Old. He's coming back next issue. I was just. That's what I also was thinking. I was like, I fucking missed that detective James Tenney the fourth. That was it good. Was so fucking that was deep. good. Yeah, never seen that again. <laughs> um, next and last one for the night, we got Go Go Power Rangers number 23, written by Ryan Parrott and Cena Grace, with art by Francisco Mortarino. 
Um, another issue that didn't quite hit the mark for me. Nope. Um, we have Jason still being interrogated by one of the mystic legendaries or whatever you yeah, want to call it. And he's making Jason remember past, present, and future possibilities of things that happened with the Shattered Grid storyline with Jerkan. That was pretty cool to see Jerkan again. Um, let's just split this review into two. So the Jason stuff, basically he's having visions of Jerkan, how many times that Jerkan's killed him or he's killed Jerkan, and then... What the happened f- when he won who he saw. Yeah, so basically he kills Jerkan and then turns around and there's three big villains. Yep. And he's three like, new no. that are worse than Zed and Rita. And all they're doing is just staring at him at the end. And one of them looks very much like the dog. The dog guy from Mighty Morphin. Right. Um, so that wasn't really a big reveal. It would have been cooler if it was like that was Ivan Ooze or yeah. something like that. Well, that's the thing. is, like, if been some of it was, it was, yeah, a nice tie back to getting into the next part of, because the next part of Mighty Morphin, after we've gotten through the Thunder Zords, which is where we're at right now. Which was Go-Go. fucking sweet. I did like that, where we saw that the fight. Thunder Zords and we got to see the red, like, flying dragon yep. and stuff. That was cool. Um... And so on the other half, we're dealing with the other four Power Rangers dealing with the fact that Jason's not there, so they can't really make a Megazord. They have to fight with individual Zords, and they're still fighting Trini's bunny. War bunny. War bunny, or Dr. Wabity, whatever his name Wag- is. Yeah. Whatever. That part was cheesy and kind of corny. Um, but, I, but I actually enjoyed the four Rangers struggling mm-hmm. without Jason more than right. the Jason part. I think that is actually a good testament to be like, hey, yes, Jason's our leader, but we don't need him to be a team. And so they, they were actually doing just fine. The only thing they missed is that they needed his Zord to take on giant bunny rabbits. Right. Which at that point in time, he finally gets out of the session or interrogation goes, yeah, I'll help you. But my friends need me right now. So right. all of a sudden he shows up. Oh, hey, bro, where you been all this time? I'm sorry, guys. My, my beeper didn't go off yeah that was pretty bad lie what i don't know why he's not being honest with them but you know that's the deal they made at the end of shattered grid is they had to lose their memories that entire encounter um so that they could go about their lives and not affect the time stream Um, and the only thing we learned from the the legendary guy is that he goes jason says i'll help you but i'm not gonna leave my team without me and so that obviously leads up to Mighty Morphin, where we're going to get Rocky, you saw him say, Adam, and Yeah, you're going to need a new Aisha. team. So but, that's what makes sense. He's going to recruit Trini and Zach, and then the new team's going to fill in. So um, I would say it was very quick. Not a lot happened. This might be the... This is horrible to say. This might be the least interesting issue of GoGo that I've read since its beginning. I would agree. This is one that... like a bummer. You, actually, in all honesty, GoGo is my, is my favorite between the two. Mm-hmm. The Phantom really does focus on the five. And I'm just like, you you focused on them, but not the correct way. Right. Usually it's how great of a team. And maybe that's what this needed to be is to show that as a team, they function so well. Even when Jason doesn't know how to make the call, they're still together. Right. This is, he wasn't there to make a call. The other four, no offense, you can do what you need to do, but you're never going to pull it together. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, this is the end of the arc. So maybe next arc. New, fresh beginning, hopefully a better issue. I hope so. I'm going to give it a six. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I like the art. Art was great. There were some cool things in it. I just think the story was just not that interesting. I mean, I'm not going to be any better. It's going to be a seven. It Mm -hmm. was fine. Uh, It makes me excited to see what we lead up to. I don't think, but no offense, there's actually nothing that's going to super, super surprise me because Mighty Morphin and Go-Go are a year apart. Right. 
there's nothing that's going to be like, hey, unless Ooze shows up in Go-Go and we never get mention of it in Mighty Morphin, and then boom. I wonder if they're trying to distance themselves from him, but I, I thought he was awesome. But that's the thing is that this is the chance to make Ooze something in, impressive. Right. Now I realize we still got to finish up the Thunder Zord things anyway before you get to Ninjas. Because, I mean, Mighty Morphin was five, what, a five-season run. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got time to do it. It's just... I'm waiting for, I'm actually hoping these books get tied back together really soon. Right. As more than just what they are, because I don't care. I don't right. care. I don't care about this difference between times. Right. It is interesting, though. My name is Power Rangers. What number? It's Go-Go number 23. Go-Go number uh, 23. Catwoman number 15. Uh, Batman number 79. House Powers of X number uh, 4. And um, Detective Comics 1011. Detective Comics 1011. Um, and we'll listen to one more book. Ch- 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 Batman, Black Hammer, Black Justice Hammer and Justice League number three. So, back your comics where you get your comics and support whoever you support. That's what I'm gonna say today. Today, uh, so I actually have a very uh, light <clears throat> featured, and actually, I think it's gonna be more of a discussion thing than anything. And I know Alex. This is going to be full. Alex is going to fucking crazy over this shit. Um, but I'm excited also. And Gary, I'm just curious whether or not you ever watch these. Uh, so, two things. So, Disney Plus, they have some people testing it out right now, like uh, press mm-hmm. for review. And then also, it did also like soft launch in a country in Europe. I forget what country it is. I forget what country it is. A small country. Hmm. Just to, you know, test. But, uh, well, somebody who uh, is reviewing it said, hey, by the way, look at what I found on Disney+. Plus. I will include all the animated series of X-Men, 1992, nice. Spider-Man, 1994, nice. Spider-Woman, 1979. Never saw it. Spider-Man, 1981, nice. Spider-Man and his Mason friends, and Iron Man, 1994, Fantastic Four, 1994, mm. Incredible Hulk, Silver Surfer, and Spider-Man Unlimited. Um, all good. Will be on uh, so that launches on November 12th for $6.99 a month. And so I just wanted to talk about, because obviously when people talk about animated uh, superhero shows, Batman the Animated Series is like the cream of the crop. It's a thing that kind of changed how we... It made, definitely made a lot of Batman fans, mm-hmm. and it definitely brought a lot of people into the comic book world. And these shows, they do get talked about, they get talked about more in a nostalgia kind of view, rather than like being uh, excellent the way the Batman series was. But... I do also think, and I this is what I wanted to talk about, that these series uh, are actually very faithful to their comics, and I think it did also bring a lot of people into being an X-Men fan, being a Spider-Man fan, and things like that. So I wanted to ask and see, let's talk about the Spider-Man series right now first, uh, which, by the way, R.I.P. Guess who else won? What? Oh. It's leaving town. Hey. He might be a couple couple places away, but he's always going to be hashtag SOS on. <laughs> but I know he'll be excited for this, so at least uh, he's going to be moving four hours away. He'll have this in his heart. Mm-hmm. He can watch it. Keep himself going. Um, that original, the 90s Spider-Man series, so good. Mm-hmm. Like I used to watch it every morning before uh, school, and it would be on for a little bit after he got off school. Would you say that, uh, start with Alex here first, would you say that that Spider-Man cartoon is what sparked your love for Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. 
That is the so I've never gotten to see the 1967, which was I've seen the first ish episode of that show. Uh, hard. It Dated. was like it's like it's reading really, the comics, yeah, it's and real it's old. Hard, really hard to get into it. This was the epitome for me of a Spider-Man show, mm-hmm. and you know what the problem is that the reason Batman animated series is such a die-hard show is that you could actually find it. Mm-hmm. You actually could buy it in DVDs, buy it in volumes. Now it's already on Blu-ray for you to go pick it up. It's got a complete series Where too. you can't buy this Spider-Man. It has never come out on it disc has, unless you it, buy the it. Movies, in, the movies you can buy from that show. Oh, yeah. But yeah, right. you, it's never the whole... It's not all the episodes. Yeah, it's and, always those ones where like, they're random episodes. Right. Where, it's like Be- Spider-Man vs. Green Goblin or Spider-Man vs. Venom or, or Spider-Man vs. Doc Ock or Daredevil, yeah. Because yeah. I, ha- I have the villain showdown, and it's good, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's one of those things where you pulled out these three episodes that are not anywhere near each other, but it's when that character would have shown up. Anyway. Um, oh, the show is so good. The music oh, is great. That, the that theme song animation. is great. Oh. The characters look like what... I mean, that's how I grew up on how they looked, um, but I owned... I own the X-Men. I own Fantastic Four. I had the Iron Man. I had these shows, but I never got this animated series. Mm-hmm. And I would I would watch that shit. Oh, five seasons, 65 episodes. It was on Netflix a couple years back. Corey watched it all. Um, you going to watch this thing? Hold it. And, and in all honesty, that is the reason I would probably pick this. Right there, six ninety nine. I will watch that in that first month. And if I hate Disney+, Plus, I can die having a man dropping that. Um. Do you think that's uh, kid appropriate? I don't remember. I guess uh, I watched yeah. it as a kid. I was like seven. Yeah, I would say there is some parts that might be a little scary, like maybe like the Punisher or Morbius episodes might be a little risky for like blades in it, or even when he yeah, turns blade. into Man Spider. So I would say it'd be good for like a five year old. I mean, I watched. I mean, I watched this when I was five, like three six, to seven. five. Just you got to be careful on some. Like I'm thinking of your kid. I think he could handle like ninety percent of it. He likes scary stuff though. Well, if he likes scary stuff, I mean, there's yeah. It's just got a darker palette to it. Which it's just a YouTube video I used to shut off because I thought it was too scary. And he watched it one time, and now he has to watch it all the time. Really? He's like, Dad, it's scary. Mm. He's like, can I watch scary? And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, then he should be able to handle it. Whatever you want to do. But he watches Spider-Man. He watches the the Disney Spider-Man that's on right now, but it's more of like a oh, that is so, that kid's one. Yeah, that's so. They have a kid's down. one. I forget what it's called. But. Is it Ultimate mm. Spider-Man? Well, no. It used to be. Now it's just Marvel's Well, Spider-Man. he doesn't watch that one. He watches a different Spider-Man that's on Disney Junior. It's like a small Spider-Man. He teaches you uh, life lessons. So, mm. but um, the animation's crap. Uh, actually, that one's not bad. But the one yeah. I, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, it is. So I I think I'm gonna go show him because he likes Spider-Man. So uh, that show, yeah, he'll love Spider-Man for that. And like Hulk's in there. I know he likes Hulk. Like Hulk's in there. Well, for I think a the X-Men show up in that one. Uh, I know Captain shows up in one of. I hope they bring the Avengers on there. On so the, there was an Avengers cartoon that had. Tigra, Wonder Man, Wasp, Ant Man, Vision. Oh, there's two or three other people on that team. It was good. The old Iron Man show was cool. It was on Netflix for a bit. So, Spider Man Unlimited was the sequel to this 94 series? I didn't think I ever watched that. So, yes, because then there was one that was in the future, too. They did do. That was the MTV. Which was the MTV one? Uh, that's the one that had Neil Patrick Harris was the voice of Peter Parker. I actually like that one. That was pretty good. The animation I've, was cool. I've rewatched it and it doesn't hold up. Doesn't though. hold up. No, because mm. part of it is I can't see anything other than Barney that is Spider Man Unlimited, right? Yes, yes, the MTV. No, it's not. I don't see his name on here. I was pretty sure it was Unlimited. It's one of the Brady. It says it was on Fox. No, this was on MTV. There was one on MTV, but it might come after this Unlimited one. 
Here it is. It's called Spider-Man animated new animated series. Oh, okay. Neil Patrick Harris. Um, God, you just can't beat that original Spider-Man show, though. The the next closest one that I've personally seen is Spectacular Spider-Man. That was okay. That has that uh, Keaton is is the kid Josh Keaton. Yeah, is the voice of Peter Parker. That one's good. Um, but yeah, that original I remember they had a toy line around the original animated series. Like it just looked like that Spider-Man. That's yeah. That's so that X Men ninety two. I'm excited for that because I haven't watched the whole original X Men series, so I definitely want to see that. Uh, I think it definitely um, brought a lot of people on to X Men, X Men '92, and like a lot of the, like before I even knew Jim Lee's X Men, uh, how they looked. The X Men '92 is how I knew how they looked. So, did you ever watch the uh, the theme song? Did you ever watch? So the Iron Man show is also a double with Fantastic Four Mm -hmm. because they would split the same half hour. I'll have you know, Marvin. Have you watched, did you ever watch that show? The mm. Iron Man Fantastic Four animated series? It's got Modoc in it. Mm. X-Men 92. Oh, this is not the this is the comic book. I wonder if that's gonna have X-Men Evolution too, or because that was Ooh. pretty good. You didn't like uh, that? I liked it. The person did say because somebody did ask them, and they said uh they did not see that on there. Oh, okay. That's fair. But I mean that's not like But who owned that one? There was someone else who was or was it still Fox? Well, Fox at the time did. Okay. They did? Wasn't it like on the CW or something like that? It was on Warner been, Brothers. It might have been WB. W, the WB. Yeah. Which I know yeah, turned so. into CW. But. Right. Uh, X-Men 92. Here we go. Five seasons, 76 episodes. So that thing you're going to... you more interested in that? It's awesome. I, I, I own said. that season, that whole I five see, volumes. And that one I own like movies from it. So I own like a Wolverine collection and like That's some cool. other ones. I know the early seasons, the animation is a little choppy, but it gets better. But it's actually the first four volumes of it is good because then you get into you get the Dark Phoenix saga, you get these other apocalypse, you get things that you know. Then you get to the the fifth volume, and I think it got brought over to Across the Seas, and so it was a different animation company, and it wasn't as who dies good. in that first episode. Morph. Mm, yeah, Spoilers, that's right? Uh, my favorite line in that first issue, or first episode, is Wolverine went to go do something else, and the other team is going to the Sentinel company. And Wolverine shows up and he goes, I got bit by a dog. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> wherever he went. Oh, he went to go see Jubilee, I think, and he gets bit by a dog. Got your... Beast gets locked up. Yep. It's mm. oh, good. It's good. So we're gonna, I'm going to watch that, too. I don't think it, uh, my son doesn't know any about the X-Men. Doesn't know about it. There you go. Also, the Incredible Hulk, obviously, series coming out. So I'm like, you know, we're going to watch that. I don't think I ever saw the Incredible Hulk one. I never saw it either. Uh, me either. When did it say what year it came out? I didn't say it, right? I don't know. There was an animated episode. I didn't even know there was a show. Unless it's going to be the one with uh, Lou Ferrigno. No. He oh. could be the Hulk voice, though. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, he did do the Hulk's voice and everything up until the last couple of Avengers movies, though. So. Uh, Incredible Hulk, the animated series. This is from uh, 1996 to 98. So you think I would have seen this shit, but I didn't. American animated series uh, featuring the Hulk ran on UPN from 1996 to 1997. Uh, Lou Ferrigno yeah. uh, okay. provided the Hulk's voice. Hmm. Uh, so we got that here. The show often featured cameo appearances from characters from other Marvel cartoons of the period. In the second season, the show's format after UPN decided season one was too dark was changed to give uh, female viewers a chance and they ordered She-Hulk be a regular co-star. As a result, the series was officially renamed The Incredible Hulk and She-Hulk. The second season also features Grey Hulk, who previously made two cameos in the first season. So there you go. 
Uh, this is how many episodes? We got uh, two seasons. The first one made by New World Entertainment. The second one by Sabian. Uh, oh, wait. I do remember that because the Hulk ride in uh, Universal Studios. is based off there. Yeah. Uh, 21 episodes, two seasons. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. But, I mean, in all honesty, I would watch most of these shows. Yeah. Uh, when you get to the Fantastic Four, oh, my God. The first, it's good. The first half is a little hard. Because it's, yeah, a little, it's a little older, it, and they're like little sidekick robot dude. But then when they re revamp their suits, they revamp how they do the animation. It's so good. I hope they do the combo because, like, when I was watching Iron Man on Netflix, it would put the Fantastic Four oh, really? part on also. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah. Mine was they were always separated. Silver Surfer cartoon. You ever seen that? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it either. I think it came I've only seen him in Fantastic Four. I mean, obviously, Gary doesn't know who he is, but Silver Surfer. Yeah, I know who he is. Last night you did. That was Silver Sable. Oh. They said Silver Surfer. But you didn't know who Silver Sable was? I couldn't recognize. It was a little PVC figure. I couldn't tell. Where's she at? She was at the neighbor's table. Oh, okay. We were at a wedding where people had little miniatures attached to their centerpieces. Characters. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for the Hulk. Couldn't find the Hulk. Jack wanted the Hulk. I saw We saw Spider-Gwen in front of us that uh, was more ripped than most bodybuilders. Yeah, she was pretty. (laughs) I I didn't even recognize it was her, but it obviously was. Ghost Spider. Mm-hmm. As Corey uh, oh, yeah. corrected us, Ghost yeah. Spider, not Spider One anymore. Right. So I'm excited to see those shows come out. They'll mm-hmm. come out here in less than a month. Um, that along with the original shows coming less out. Less than a month? Month ish. Month and, and a half. You know, two months. I guess it is the 15th. Yeah. Uh, two months. Less than two months. Um, but also, like those shows, like you were mentioning, um, Incredible Hulk, like the actual live mm-hmm. action. Why wouldn't that be on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I don't know who made it, but. I'd say Spider-Man and X-Men would be the top two. I'm to excited to out. see that, obviously, these are made by Fox, and now Disney owns Fox. So those are on there. So what else do we get? We're going to get the X-Men movies? Obviously, probably. Right? Yeah. They own it now. So you well, can... yeah, they're going to release them when they... Because they're releasing <sighs> New Mutants on Disney+. Plus. They are? Yeah. Oh, I, I saw didn't hear that. that. Oh, okay. They said, Hulu? Well, it could be Hulu. But yeah, I know they paid for reshoots because I guess the original cut, they were like, yeah, no fucking way are we putting yeah. this on our anything. They don't want to. I know it's they're they're very against releasing it in theaters. So yeah. you know what else we're gonna get? We're gonna get gargoyles. Ooh, yeah. God! I saw Funko Pops at Rainbow mm-hmm. of the gargoyles. God, I used Brooklyn, to love that show Bronx, all the time. Lexington, mm. bring it. Uh, I get to watch X Three again. Last stand, of course. Yikes! One of the worst ones. Hey there. guys, commentary. The only thing that you learn from that movie is that doesn't matter if you've got healing powers and you're a mutant, getting kicked on the nuts hurts. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does that mean? When Wolverine's fighting that dude who cuts off his arms and his arms keep growing back and gets punched in the face, and then he goes, kicks him right in the crotch and goes, grow those back, which Wolverine's done plenty of times. Which he can. Which he can. But it still hurts to get kicked on them, I guess. Oh. But it doesn't hurt to get your arms cut off. Did you guys ever watch Dark Phoenix? No. no. I don't watch it. It's out, though, I think. It's, it's coming out Tuesday. And, uh... So Spider-Man came out Tuesday, too. <clears throat> what? Spider-Man. Oh, sp- what? Far From Home? Yeah. When's that coming out? Tuesday. No way. I saw it was. It must be the... Um, Maybe the digital. digital. The digital. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, it can't be coming out until October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how I know that? Because I'm Batman. Well, Wednesday, comic 605 at gmail.com. That's where you shoot us an email. Go to anchor.fm or on the Anchor app. That's where you can send us voicemail. Uh, 605-215-1849. That line's still available. Like I said, I don't pay that secretary anymore, so who knows if she's still answering the phone. Um, find us on all podcast vendors. Spotify, we're back, baby. 
after I shit on them last week. Finally, like right after. You know, sometimes you got to push hard on these people. I told them, fuck you. And they said, hey, here you go. <laughs> so after weeks, they've been telling me I've been on there. And I haven't been on there. And then finally, I said, a fan, obviously, uh, he uh, tweeted at us and said, hey, you're back on Spotify. And uh, right after you shit on them, and I made a nice little gift, being like, <laughs> okay, let's go. Hey, Spotify. <laughs> um, so uh, we're back on there. Sit your radio, tune in, uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't think we're on Google anymore. Yeah, whatever. Get a real podcast. <laughs> Who Googles a podcast? Um, uh, and obviously, Anchor.fm. That is, uh, this episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm. So go there and you can download the podcast uh, right from the app. Mm-hmm. So, and you can send us a voicemail right from the app, too. I get them right in my little thing. And if I ever need to pop them in the show, just pop them in one button in the show. So there we go. Uh, we got a book club. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Captain America Winter Soldier Ultimate Collection, collecting Captain America 1 through 9 and 11 through 14, written by Ed Brubaker, art by Steve Epty, Mike Perkins, Michael Lark, and John Paul Leon. Is that October 4th we got to? That's going to be really soon. It is coming up here. That week after Supercon. The week after. Shit. (laughs) Better start now. Hopefully it's on Hoopla. Uh, it is. Is it on Hoopla? Oh, no. Uh, Comics Algae is actually having a Winter Soldier sale. So you can get it for $6 on there, actually. I don't know. Maybe it's on Hoopla. Who knows? I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, so make sure you read that. Uh, Twitter at, at Wednesday Comics. We're on Twitter at Alex Pistrello, at Garot2188, at Marvin underscore Sagoro. You can tweet at us just like uh, I see uh, DigiData here dead. Starting my reading of Winter Soldier for Wednesday Comics Book Club. There you go. So he's already got it in his hands. Heck yeah. So uh, make sure to contact us that way with your feedback on uh, how you liked it. Also, Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast or the aforementioned anchor.fm. Send us a voicemail or 605-215-1849. Or if you like email, Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to visit our sponsor, RootsTheSwampThing.com, your definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. Uh, John Borland can be found on Twitter at DC World Swampy or on Facebook.com slash Roots of the Swamp Thing. SuperCon 2019, the Wrath of the Con. Uh, Wednesday Comics will be around. We don't have a live show, but we will be guesting on a show uh, that Saturday night uh, at 1130 uh, it's going to be the Backlog 605 show about comic book movies. The three of us will be joining uh, them to uh, do a little playoff with uh, comic book movies. And we know what's going to win, right? We just talked about it. X3, The Last Stand. The mm. best comic book movie ever. Oh, dude, I didn't see on that list. Ghost Rider 2. What's been, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet back. Fire they fist. fucking they put it on the list. I'm serious. And I, don't, I don't care who the fuck yours is. I haven't seen it. I've never seen it. It is fantastic. Mm. It is a movie that should be on that list, and it's a movie everybody should see. Mm. I know people, when I say that, they think I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not. Marvin loves the Nick Cage. I love a little strong word, but I enjoy that movie. <laughs> when I watched uh, Into the Spider-Verse, all, and every time Nick Cage talked, I mean, you know it's Nick Cage. He's got that voice of... You want to fall asleep to that fucking voice. You kind of do, actually. I don't. I'm not a fan of his. Caresses but you to. It, it uh, actually was pretty good. It caresses you into the night. Someone should get him to read that. Uh, go the fuck to sleep, Paul. Mm. Did you watch uh, Teen Titans Go in the movie? Go to the movies. No. Mm-mm. Oh, he he plays Superman in that movie. Is he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, you know it's him. Mm. That's nice voice. 
so there we go. So there we go. You know what, guys? Good show. Good show. Uh, nice books this week. Powers of X. Um, like I said, keeping it up. And um, I hear uh, Gogo is not that great, I guess. Not this issue. Not this issue. Not that issue at all, he says. Mm-hmm. Alex? Yes. How was Intro Spider Verse? You liked it? I did. Actually, I really did enjoy it. Uh, I was telling the boys I've got some favorite parts in that movie. Best ones. Hey. Hey. <laughs> What's that? It's at the end. So uh, his uncle tells him that he needs to put his hand on the girl's shoulder and say, hey. And so he does that to Gwen, but he fucks up and gets that's how he gets oh, his hand on her. But, her yeah. but at the end, he does that shock to Kingpin, and he's like, hey. And then Kingpin <laughs> gets blown up. Well, I was telling the guys, my favorite line is when he had snuck out at the nighttime, comes back in, and the security guard goes, Morales. And in his brain, Miles goes, play dumb. Who's Morales? And then his brain goes, not that dumb. <laughs> Just, I mean, it's better when you watch it, obviously. But, God, that was good. Wednesday Comics will be back next week for some more uh, podcasting. Ah, will we? <laughs> Always. Uh, my name is Xavier. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everybody. Keep reading those books. Shit. Keep turning those pages. Pwip, pwip. Like a streak of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Welcome, baby, he's ignored. Action is his reward to him. Life is a great big bang. Wherever there's a hand.